Future of Work Florida. Welcome to the Future of Work Florida podcast, brought to you by the Florida Chamber of Commerce and Florida Chamber Foundation. This podcast series is dedicated to equipping Florida's business leaders with the knowledge, solutions, and resources available to secure Florida's workforce talent. Today, Florida Chamber Foundation Senior Director of Future of Work, Rachel Ludwig, is joined by Madeline Pumariega, President of Miami-Dade College, to discuss how Miami-Dade is embracing technologies such as virtual reality and artificial intelligence to shape the future of work. Well, thank you so much, President Pumariega um, from Miami-Dade College. We're so excited to have you today on our Future of Work Florida podcast. Um, And we are going to be talking about a really exciting topic that is all over the place, um, artificial intelligence or AI, as well as virtual reality. So I'm so excited to have you today. I'm so excited to be here with you. And this is a certainly exciting and intriguing topic. Yeah. And, you know, I know that from my visits to Miami-Dade College that you all are really embracing technology in general, but AI. And so I want to, before we get there, I want you to to step back and and maybe have you share a little bit about your professional background and how you got to where you are today. Great. So I think the first thing to start with is I was a student at Miami-Dade College. I actually uh, started my uh, collegiate career at Miami-Dade College as a student athlete. I played basketball um, and then returned back to the college and spent about 20 years at the college in different ascending positions. And then I left the college to lead um, an organization Um, statewide organization, Take Stock in Children, which worked on helping break the cycle of poverty through education. And then I was named um, as the first um, Hispanic female chancellor of the Florida college system and had an opportunity to work um, with the chamber closely on the future of work and employability skills and setting um, the work of securing our future for 2030. And then um, got to spend um, a little time on the governor's transition team, laying out the agenda for making Florida number one in workforce, um, and then found my way back to Miami-Dade College, uh, spent a little time at uh, Tallahassee Community College as their provost as well. So it's nice to be back home in Miami, and it certainly is a privilege to be able to lead the college that opened the opportunity for me um, as a student and into my professional career. That's so fantastic that you are a part of a lot of this work that we have been talking about for a while with our 2030 blueprint and all the future of work initiatives. So that's really cool. I didn't know that. Um, Yeah, let's uh, set the stage for our listeners about, you know, the types of programs that Miami-Dade College offers, the number of campuses for those who don't know, and also the number of students served. So Miami-Dade College has eight campuses. We serve about 125,000 students across Miami-Dade County. Um, Many of our students are first in their families to go to college. Uh, Many come from low-income homes, um, and they work while they study. So we very much our democracies college, helping students um, access the opportunity to the American dream through the power of education and having the skills that they need for the future of work. Nine out of 10 of our students stay right here in our community and work in our community. And so um, 
you know, we like to say we're the community's college mm-hmm. um, and um, we're, we're working closely with not only our students and the school district, but also with our business partners to make sure that they have the talent that they need uh, to stay right here in Miami-Dade County and continue to grow and thrive in Florida. That's neat. It's such a community initiative and all the opportunities in the world are available to the students who want to take advantage of them. That's so cool. Um, Let's share with our listeners about the growth in the tech industry in Miami and, you know, how this has shaped the way Miami-Dade College is thinking about current and future programs that are offered. You know, you don't have to go too far to just see the headlines every single day about um, the tech ecosystem in Miami-Dade County right now and really South Florida. Um, you you can see it in everything that we're doing from companies that are coming and moving and relocating to Miami um, to just um, even companies that are starting up right here from, um, you know, from the county and, and right in Miami. And what we've done at Miami-Dade College is we launched MDC Tech. And MDC Tech is the umbrella of all of our technology programs. Um, We've made sure that all of our academic programs are stackable credentials. And what I mean by that is a student can come in and get a college credit certificate that then leads to an associate's degree and an associate's to a bachelor's of applied science. So, for example, you can come in and get a college credit certificate in cloud computing. And that will go right into an associate's in science. We have a partnership with Amazon Web Services, and you can get an internship or be employed with that associate's in science. And then that degree uh, applies right into our bachelor's of applied science in data analytics. We did that with cloud computing. We also did that with cybersecurity. And in our cybersecurity program, you can do the same. You can already have a bachelor's come in and get a college credit certificate and be able to go to work in the cybersecurity industry because we know that cybersecurity crosses all industries. It's not just the cybersecurity vertical, but if you're in healthcare, it has an impact. If you're in education, it has an impact. Um, Cybersecurity is such a critical need for all business um, and industry sectors. And then what we did with artificial intelligence is we've done the same. We've created college credit certificates and associates in science that was just approved by the state. And we're having a bachelor's in applied science and artificial intelligence also approved by the state. And that sits under um, MDC Tech and everything that we're doing, um, including being um, the host and, and collaborator with Venture Miami on having tech hire fairs where we get literally thousands of individuals coming to the college uh, to match make with tech companies and companies that are looking to hire. So we're not only just doing the educational training aspect, we're also making sure that our students and the community right at our college connect with the industry partners to be able to get hired in the sector. That is so important, kind of closing that final gap once the students have done everything they need to do to gain those skills and certifications and degrees to find them that that position is so valuable. Um, So you mentioned the Venture Miami and then Amazon. Are there any other partnerships that you can think of that are really important to the different programs you mentioned? 
Yeah, so I would say, you know, for our AI for all initiatives, that was really IBM with the support of IBM, we were able to um, develop the AI curriculum, um, develop and um, two AI centers um, and open up two centers, one at our North Campus and one right in the heart of downtown Miami. And then we were able to partner with um, U.S. Department of Labor and get a good uh, good jobs uh, grant. And that um, let us create a tech coalition committee that's really been our advisors in terms of everything that we're doing and building these industry partnerships. And then we connected, obviously, um, with others like Google uh, to make sure that our curriculum aligned to their certifications and to all of the industry certifications. So we're pretty agnostic uh, to who we work, work with. We work with everyone. Uh, very similar, we did that um, tech-related, but automotive technician. We created an apprenticeship program with Tesla, and then we've now replicated that with two local um car dealerships that are, uh, one is Bean Automotive, the largest, and they've got an apprenticeship program going and automotive technician. And today mechanics are much more computer techs, right? Mm -hmm. And we did one with Warren Henry. So we really try to have a partner help us build that curriculum and then reach out to different partners so that they can utilize it. And so that's the same way we're approaching everything around our tech programs. That's amazing that you mentioned Warren Henry Auto. I just had a conversation and they brought up the great partnership with you all doing for auto mechanics. So that's really cool. Um, can we jump into about AI, you know, in terms of how are the instructors and students embracing AI um, at Miami-Dade College? So when we started our path with artificial intelligence, we wanted to do it from the faculty. We didn't start with the academic program first. We didn't treat it like a vertical. We really uh, treated artificial intelligence. And this is, you know, just after I got here as president, um, we decided, you know, we, we knew this is where we would be in about two years. And so we had 500 of our faculty members go through AI training and they did AI workshops. And then we set aside a hundred thousand dollars and faculty could apply for grants on how they would use artificial intelligence to enhance student success and to enhance learning outcomes. Mm -hmm. So that's where it started from our faculty across disciplines. So our English faculty, our math faculty, our healthcare faculty, nursing faculty, um, all learning about artificial intelligence in their own disciplines mm -hmm. and how it could help enhance learning and student success for our students. So we did that that. And um, it was very well received. We had students, um, we had faculty go for the grants and be awarded the grants and the students and their classes have been embracing it mm -hmm. as well. And so, you know, the one thing that we know with our students that are coming to us today is they're really digital natives. Um, they have now grown up with the internet. And that wasn't true for a generation ago um, where, you know, we learned of the Internet when we were already working professionals. The students we're coming to us right now, they've seen that since pre-K, right? Mm -hmm. And so they are attracted 
to gaming and to other things like that. So it's just natural that artificial intelligence is another layer of that. It's the, you know, how can machine learning enhance patient outcomes? How can it help gather information to make better decisions about, you know, the environment or, you know, address issues and problems, right? And so that's how we, the perspective that we bring it with students. And I think a really important component is the ethics of artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. And we're teaching students that. That's the first course that they take is about the ethical thinking and ethical application of artificial intelligence. Wow, I really love that. That approach is wonderful. Um, I also love how there's so much training available for the instructor. So, you know, sometimes, you know, as a past instructor, you hear of a new thing and it's a little bit nerve wracking of how it's going to go. And it just sounds like, you know, with allowing the exploration and meaningful training and the disciplinary that the approach is really effective. Um, Let's go into, so why should business leaders, parents, and students become more informed about the technologies such as, you know, artificial intelligence and those sorts of things that we'll continue to see developed um, in the future? No, I think it's really important for us um, as leaders and industry experts to really look at artificial intelligence in a way that it can help the sector. Obviously, there's a lot of ethical things. You're hearing some of the top tech leaders, Elon Musk, among others, you know, saying put a pause. Um, And I don't think that you're necessarily going to be able to put a pause. It's kind of like saying when the Internet first came out, let's just take the Internet off. It, it didn't. If you recall in the early days, you know, the web browsers searches weren't as highly effective as they are today, right? And you heard some of the similar things come out when the internet was, you know, first um, accessible to everyone, right? Um, You're hearing that same about artificial intelligence. I think it's going to get better. This is probably the worst version of it. It's probably going to continue to enhance. And I think it's going to have an impact in every sector. Um, And for us, our job in, in working with industry is making sure that students have the skills that they need for the future of work. Mm-hmm. And the future of work is going to include a digital skill set. And that digital skill set, it's going to include not only computer competencies, but it's also going to include cybersecurity. And it's going to also include artificial intelligence. And so I think that's why it has to matter to business leaders and to parents and to students that this is a technology platform that is probably not going away and that's going to have an impact um, in all of the way that we work, the way that we learn and the way that we live. Um, every day. And it already is in our lives in ways that um, we may not be aware of. I think that all of the talk about the artificial intelligence and the platforms like chat GPTs just brought it to a whole nother light. But, you know, the AI platform isn't new Mm -hmm. today, actually, Mm -hmm. you know, we know that artificial intelligence and machine learning has been impacting our lives for quite a while now. 
Yeah, I want to sprinkle in a little conversation about virtual reality technology as well, because that's another space that's really, really neat. And um, I know that Miami Data is utilizing VR technology in, in some ways. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, I'd love to. At Miami-Dade College, we do have um, the MAGIC, which is our animation and gaming center. And we offer an associates in science in gaming and animation that leads to a bachelor's of applied science at FIU. We have a partnership and we're putting students to work um, at TV studios, right here in our community and certainly uh, places like Netflix and others. So we have that formal curriculum on gaming and animation. But we're we're doing now is we're looking at uh, virtually enhancing courses. For example, uh, human anatomy and physiology, you know, being able to use VR technology to have a student see the central nervous system, be able to explain that and see it in a way that a textbook may not be able to or a one dimensional computer screen. Um, We're seeing that um, we have a group of students in our animation center that are working with a faculty member for algebra, being able to create uh, virtually enhanced lessons and modules for students that might need additional assistance um, with algebra. And so our faculty, just like artificial intelligence, we're not saying that um, the VR is limited to our faculty and technology. How we're approaching it is that you as a faculty member can use VR as another tool to increase learning outcomes and student success. Uh, by adding that to a lesson. So we'll have courses that students can enroll in that will be designated VR enhanced, which means that we'll be using VR technology in those courses. I like that. I think it's really cool too that you're designating that so people know what they're getting into and probably it generates a lot of excitement about those courses. Um, well, I know from your experience, you, know, you have wonderful experience both working here at Tallah- in Tallahassee and also in Miami-Dade in various roles. You know, we know that there are multiple career pathways that, you know, students can take to, that lead to high demand and high wage careers. So could you provide some advice for, you know, up and coming talent about how to choose a career path or how to maybe re-enter the workforce or even upskill um, for those looking to make a career change? Yeah, it's um it's an exciting time. Um if you're, you know, you're coming in and you're graduating high school today, the options are so much, right? From career technical education pathways um where you have, you know, you can get an industry certification that leads right into employment or you can get a college credit certificate um to really what informed a lot of the um, securing our future blueprint of the chamber um, were those industry sectors, right? Um, you know, aviation and aerospace. And you see now in every industry where it's not just a one path entry, entering into whether it's aviation and aerospace, whether it's healthcare, whether it's trade and logistics, um, culinary and hospitality, you don't have to just come in with a traditional bachelor's degree. You can level up by getting industry certifications or short-term programs 
or do, you know, our traditional Florida two plus two program. So I would say that right now, um, looking at high wage jobs, you're seeing them across the board with, um, entry level being uh, really a nice diversification of credentials, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, from again, those um, CTE pathways to the associates pathways and into the bachelor's pathways. But I would tell you the emerging industries um, that I think are going to stay hot and be hot is um, everything around technology, Mm -hmm. just because of the use of technology being really multi-sector, if you will. Uh, well, we've learned, you know, the pandemic and post-pandemic healthcare and those areas like nursing, we're going to continue to see the opportunity for high wage, high skills jobs there. But I would tell you that the colleges haven't forgotten the middle wages, those important middle skilled jobs um, that are equally as important to the economy than the high skill, high wage job. And I think that's um an important priority for us. And education, um, certainly we we hear the teacher shortage. And so we're developing a teacher apprenticeship program. And like we we spoke earlier about the automotive technician apprenticeship programs um, for students that really want to have that applied knowledge, um, if you will. And I think we're going to see more and more individuals coming back for second and third careers. And that's why I do believe the short stackable credentials helps you level up pretty immediate and enter right back into the workforce. Um, And I just would close with probably advanced manufacturing and robotics is going to be an area, especially um, with the priority of the country really bringing back some of those jobs that went to China and being able to train that workforce, whether it's semiconductors and other areas. And a clean tech, I think that the environment and um, the jobs that are going to be created around clean tech um, innovation, I think will be an area that's going to be exciting as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I am so appreciative for all your expertise. Um, You are a wonderful leader and we are just so proud of all the work that you're doing. So thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel, for having me. And you guys are doing phenomenal work at the Future of Work and the Florida Chamber. Thank you for joining us for today's Future of Work Florida podcast. To find out more about the resources discussed in today's segment, we invite you to visit our website at flchamber.com forward slash Future of Work Florida. Together, we can champion the future of work and create America's best workforce right here in Florida. Be sure to subscribe for future content.